That is right, everybody. This is your boy, the ass. Normally, you see me with another different, uh, uh, different color guy. You know, I got a, I got a. Normally, my black brother. Now, on Monday nights, I get. I don't know what ethnicity you are, but I'm not going to say something and claim it before you tell me, Mr. Rafael Esparza, what is happening? What's going on with you? Last time I checked, when I bleed, it's red. So I, I just, I just said that. But uh, I'm, uh, mom was born in Mexico. Dad was born in Spain. I have Indian blood in me, so uh, not that much that uh, if I see someone litter, I cry. But enough uh, to maybe get some <laughs> casino money uh, if go. I really dug uh, some, uh, dug some roots in. There you go. Well, him and I have started a new show on BW Sports One. Bet your ass with Rafael Esparza. That's right, folks. We are going to put your money where your mouth is, give you some odds, give you some picks, get a little nutty and crazy like we always do over here at BW Sports 1. But right now, Rafael, we had you on one of our shows. Um, I think it was a Taco Tuesday show. And I don't know if everybody you know that's, that's here tonight um, and listening – is really into what you do, who you are. So why don't you tell the world what you are? I am a, a eyes maker slash handicapper slash trying to put some coin in the pocket. Uh, but no, I've been in the sports uh, gambling industry for over 20 plus years. Worked in the Vegas sports books uh, for over 13 Super Bowls. We count them Super Bowls. We don't say years because it's just all one blended in year when it comes to uh, sports gambling. So I worked 13 Super Bowls over uh, in the Vegas Strip. Uh, stepped out uh, from the Vegas Strip and did my own thing. Uh, the handicapping, uh, doing my own odds. Now I set odds over at mybookie.ag, one of the head odds makers over there. So you see all those crazy prop bets that I send you. So uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a full-time gig trying to think of crazy stuff. Uh, to, to post and people to bet on, but uh, it's it's a good time. I, I love this industry. Uh, it's opened a lot, a lot of doors uh, for me and the wife. Uh, normally, uh, people will either hate their nine to five job or stuff like that. But I tell people I get paid to watch horrible TV all day long. <laughs> when I'm working in the morning in the afternoon, I'm watching some horrible TV shows, some horrible movies. Ask the wife. So uh, I get paid to watch some horrible TV now, uh, twenty four hours a day. Well, there you go, there you go. Sounds like a sounds like more of a a, a real career instead of just a job. <laughs> uh, that that is true. I mean, I always tell people if you don't like your what you do, then maybe you should go try and find what you like what you do. That's true, and you found it, right? Yeah, my mom told me when I was a kid back in the Midwest where I didn't want to go outside and play because I wanted to watch the Cubs on WGN oh, in the summer. God. My mom would say, you go outside and go play. I'm like, the Cubs are on. She's like, you're not going to get paid to watch TV. Well, I proved her wrong. <laughs> now, so when you became an odds maker and you watch wonderful TV every day, all day, what did your mom say then? She tells that story to all her friends and all that. That she, that she tells people. I used to tell him that he was not going to get paid watching TV when he was a kid when I would force him out. So now she's she's eating a lot of crow, I think. Uh, there you go. She, she probably eats crow once a week. Well, there you go. And it's all in love for her son. <laughs> so now let's talk a little bit real quick before we get into uh, our real topic here tonight, which is the NFL season. 
Um, we all hope and pray that there is one a whole season, but we'll see. Um, you know, what else has been going on in the sports world, in the, in the uh, sports betting world? I mean, it's, it's all going forward. I mean, in baseball, we're hoping we wake up and not one team is being quarantined or, or one team's off for four or five or uh, six, seven days a week. So we always hope for that one. Seems like every time I refresh my computer screen, some college team is either COVID, their whole offensive line or stuff like that. So it's, it's I don't want to say it's pins and needles like it was in March and April, but there's still some a lot of doubt on there. Does the NFL kick off? Yes. Does the NFL complete their season? Yes. Does the NFL complete their season on time? E. I think uh, I think we will see a Super Bowl in February. Is it going to be the February that is scheduled today? It could be off a couple of weeks. Do I think we see college football kick off the whole time? I think it kicks off. Do we see it completed? Probably not. Uh, so. In uh, sports betting is very it's just 2020. I tell people if you're placing bets, you have to place your bets thinking it's 2020, not what you did last year because last year was totally different right. uh, than what it is right now. So I tell people you have to be very very smart on how you handle your money on anything. If it's gambling, if it's going out to dinner, if it's uh, paying bills, or should I sign up for another? Uh, a streaming service. You have to be careful on where you put your money at because you know what? The last time I checked the calendar still said 2020. That's true. That is very true. So where you, when you're putting your money out there, what are you looking for? I mean, you know, let's kind of let's kind of help the little basic better out there, kind of betting 101. What do you look for? What odds do you look for in your favor? What is there any type of, you know, skill, I guess? I usually tell people, first of all, do not bet every game that's on TV. Just because there's a game on TV does not mean you need to put action <laughs> on that game on TV. So there could be a horrible Monday night game. if you, Or let's I'll throw it a Thursday night game. Seems like Cincinnati Bengals play the Cleveland Browns every Thursday night <laughs> football. It doesn't mean you need to put action on the Battle of Ohio with those two horrible teams playing each other. So that's my number one tip I tell people. You don't have to bet every game that's on TV. Uh, here, uh, when we're talking about right now, let's say football season, you really have to pay attention to who's playing, who's not playing. Yeah. Uh, home field advantage is going to be very different this year. I mean, because there's going to be no fans to stand. So I think the teams like the Green Bay Packers, the Saints, uh, could be bent. It could be uh, awful for them because they may need that extra push in the fourth quarter. And look at the Saints. Tom Brady's coming to their backyard on week yeah. one. Let's say if it's a close game, you think that crowd's going to be pumped up in the fourth quarter to try to maybe push a field goal or push a last-second touchdown to win the game? Well, you know what? It's going to be quiet crickets in there. So you have to be very cautious when you uh, look at that. And I say right off the bat, don't be blowing all your money on week one because it could be totally different because, like I said, no fans in the stands. Maybe try to spare your money out for the first couple of weeks just to see how things go. Now, how do you uh, – betting 101 still – how would you tell the better to bet as far as how much on a game or do you bet more of the prop bets? I know you're a, you're a fan of the prop bet. <laughs> For me, I, it, I, if you're a beginner, just bet the game. Don't go start. If you're a beginner, don't be diving into who's going to score first and uh, over under how many points uh, so-and-so is going to have in a game. Just bet the game and get used to how it works. 
working with the juice. Um, if it's minus seven, don't forget the juice is minus 110. So it's not even money. So if you're laying minus seven, you have to put up $11 to win $10. Just keep it basic and simple as you get used to winning and losing. And that's the number one thing. You have to be prepared to lose because oh, if yeah. everyone won, I wouldn't have a job for over 20 plus years <laughs> in this industry. So uh, right. uh, you have to be prepared to lose. So I would say keep it small right off the get-go. Like I said, don't be blowing your whole wad out after week one. And in week two, you have barely no money back because uh, you blew it all on week one. Spare it off because, again, last time we both checked the calendar, it's 2020. Who knows? The Cleveland Browns go 19-0 this year and win the Super Bowl. Who knows? It's 2020. Anything is possible. That's what we're, everybody here in Indianapolis was saying um, when the 500 came around and Marco Andretti got the pole. It's 2020. He got the and Andretti got the pole. Couldn't Andretti be in winner circle? Well, that didn't happen. So, and we, I don't think no. a lot of us, a lot of us knew that it was like, nah, that's the curse. that's never gonna happen. Nah, I was hoping. I was, I was hoping for it. That'd have been a cool 2020 story to maybe break some positive into it. But no, that didn't happen. Right. Okay. So let's get into a little. Um, First off, I don't know if you're a Georgetown fan, you know, oh. Coach Thompson, uh, Thomas, yeah, that Thompson, uh, RIP, great guy. You know, I was always a, an Allen Iverson fan. That's why I really became Georgetown fan. Him and Alonzo Mourning, you know, that, that was their coach. And, and, yeah, you know, so. I used to see uh, him at the Orleans Casino in Las Vegas at the, either at the cafe uh, the sports book was right next to their cafe, and he uh, had a home there, and he would always be there. One of the nicest guys uh, to talk to. I used to talk to him multiple times. I would see him in there multiple times when I first uh, moved to Vegas, and we're talking like early, late 90s, early 2000. So uh, very bad loss. Uh, college basketball is going to be really missed with his name being out there. Yeah, yeah, it will. So I just had to throw that out there for the fans. If you haven't heard, you know, that's unfortunate, but – he lived an awesome life. He was a great coach. Um, yeah. So, Leonard Fournette, the big, the big <laughs> jump, the big release. You know, he's gone from Jacksonville. And I caught your email just a little bit ago. Let's go over the odds of Leonard Fournette's um, future home. What What are your thoughts here? I love how uh, everyone – when that release came, everyone jumped. All the Bears should pick him up. Let's face it. The Bears need a quarterback. They, they got, when you have two, you have zero. Yeah. And you're still – and they have not announced who's their starter. And they said they're not going to announce it until week one. So that just tells you both of them have not lit up practice to say, hey, we're going to go with that one. So what is bringing a running back that, let's face it, has locker room issues – is questionable catching the ball from the backfield. Uh, why would you bring him in there? And I understand why they, they, they would want to try to boost that offense. Uh, so we made him a, a 250, the, the favorite New England 3-1. to one. I like Tampa, plus 350. Why not? It's only $4 million. So Tampa Bay's paid a lot of money, other money for other people. Uh, on there. Yeah, I was going to say, that, if Tampa Bay gets him, wow. But keep an eye. I'm going to give you two. Tampa Bay and keep an eye out for Seattle. Uh, the, the, just the, the locker room itself will probably be the best for Leonard Fournette to go to Seattle. Not just to be playing or to maybe them uh, be big in the NFC and, and maybe step them up because they do need a running back. 
But just the locker room itself, I think, it would help him. Because let's face it, we all know he's had some locker room issues up in Jacksonville. So I, I'm hoping he does go to Seattle. Because, like I said, I like uh, I like him as a player. I don't know him personally. But I'd like to see him succeed. I don't want nobody to fail. So I think for him, I think he needs to go to Seattle. Because that Seahawk locker room, I think, could probably help him. So kind of going forward a little bit with some of our other talk, the divisional uh, talk, the conference talk, the Super Bowl um, prop uh, futures, here's my question, and I I know the answer. I guess I want you to elaborate the the answer a little bit to our fans. Leonard Fournette lands with a a different team, obviously, now than Jacksonville. Where does that change all the odds going forward? Well, Jacksonville, let's face it, they not only just got rid of Fournette, but they got rid of some defensive bodies today. So they're tanking for – yeah, they're totally tanking. So we actually moved their total season wins to a solid four, not four and a half. So I would be totally blown away if they're three and 13 this year. So for us, we're preparing for that. Uh, but I don't think he's going to move. I think if he goes to Tampa Bay, I think we'll get more tickets written on him. On Tampa Bay, uh, just because of all the weapons, not because it's Leonard Fournette, but I don't think he's going to make that much significant on the Seattle Seahawks if he goes there. Because we're talking about a running back that has some uh, tire issues. He had some leg issues. He has some locker room issues. So it's not like he's going to blow up and be a Super Bowl contending team. Uh, It would all be depending on where he goes if we – Changed odds dramatically uh, on that team. Like I said, Seattle, maybe they're, my, they're plus 750 to win the a- NFC Championship, maybe move them to seven. They're not going to booster. They're not going to jump over San Fran and New Orleans uh, as a top spot if they get Leonard Fournette. He's not that type of player. So let me ask you, why does why did you put Philadelphia at plus 1,000 when their backfield is pretty stacked, in my opinion, being a Philadelphia fan? Uh, it, it is, but I would not be shocked if people will just bring him in just to bring him in for a backup or try to avoid him going somewhere else. So, uh, I mean, like I said, it's, it's I hate to say only $4 million, but it's only $4 million uh, uh, to bring him in. So, yeah, I mean, the Eagles are 11-1. I think the Falcons, and yeah, people are like, why would you put the Falcons on it? They got Gurley. Well, Gurley's got some issues, too, with health. Mm-hmm. Let's face it, the Eagles' offense always has issues with health. Uh, so, uh, so uh, why not uh, add some more depth in there and people are like why'd you put the saints in i'm like well a he's from louisiana right uh, he's got lsu ties born and raised in this area and and camaro has not been to practice for four i think four days because he's on a contract holdout because he wants to get paid so again why would not put uh sign someone for four million dollars for a backup insurance policy because again this is 2020 who knows what can happen <laughs> That is true, and I definitely agree with your point. With only four million dollars um, to a running back position, that's that's a steal. As long as it, I mean, if it pays off, it's a definite steal. If it doesn't pay off, it was only four million dollars. Yeah, I agree. All right, going forward, let's let's roll into the divisions. Um, what division? Well, let's see. Let's pull up um, my bookie site right here. So we got it on the screen. Can you see it? I can see it. All right. So we're going to talk. What is this? The a- I guess I need the glasses on, man. The AFC South. Let's start in the AFC South. So you help um, make these odds for the wonderful betters of the world. So what are you seeing in the NF- or the AFC South? 
And let's face it, it's a three-team race. I mean, Jacksonville, uh, they, they can maybe play in the FCS right now. They can pay, maybe be, play Austin P or Central Arkansas, which we watched on Saturday night as the first college football game. Uh, but it's a three-team race. It's Colts. Uh, keep an eye out for the Texans. I, I'd like them at plus 325. They're on my list of maybe getting Leonard Fournette. Uh, their, their defense is hopefully will stay healthy, not just be healthy, but stay healthy. Well, they definitely uh, need something for Watson over there on the offense. Yeah, so uh, keep an eye out for th- uh, plus three twenty five. Tennessee, they were the flavor of the la- uh, flavor of the team last uh, last year, and it's hard to come back and repeat what you did last year. We know this is the NFL. I mean, unless you're the Patriots who kept on uh, repeating after repeating after repeating, it's hard to do that. Uh, so I think Tennessee. Uh, I don't like them this year. I'm going to say it's between the Colts and Texans, and if I had to pick one, I like the plus 325. I like the Texans. I know I know you're in Indy. People are probably logging off right now or flipping me off right now that I can't see, but uh, I'll take the plus 325 because I like Houston's defense more than I like the Colts' defense. I'll tell you what, though. In my opinion, the Indianapolis Colts, and this is not being biased at all because um, I'm, I'm, not obvi- I'm obviously not a fan uh, per se, but I think that they have one of the best offensive lines in the league right now. Yes, and and I'm not saying you know Philip Rivers is going to be the amazing 40 year old like Tom Brady was, but Philip Rivers is a step up for their offense. Uh, he's a he's a I don't want to say mobile, but I want to say uh, a quicker offense set quarterback. Um, yeah. I think that's what they need. I'm just scared of Philip Rivers. I mean, what if, if you guys get the Philip Rivers of last year? Oof, if you get the <laughs> Philip Rivers that's rejuvenated and wants to uh, play well for his new uh, new team and all that, if you get the two year Philip uh, two years ago Philip Rivers, then wow, they win that division. But uh, it's a coin flip for me. And then when I that's why give me the plus money on three twenty five. Okay, let's move to the what we got here. The West, the AFC West, uh, looks like. God, I do know. Well, obviously, Kansas City is the favorites. Everybody's talking about Denver this year. What do you got? What are you thinking about Denver? They're going to be. Oh, they're going to be better. This division took a big step backwards. Uh, granted, I know the Super Bowl champs are in there, but if you look at all three of them, Denver Broncos, they're seven plus seven fifty to win a division. Chargers took a huge step backwards. They're going younger, uh, and the Raiders, who are, are, are were supposed to opening a brand new stadium, the Death Star. With a whole bunch of crowd that's going to be empty when the, the crowd. The, I feel bad for the Raiders because if the Golden Knights continue to win and maybe make it to the Stanley Cup, I told I've been telling people the Raiders will never have that city as long as the Golden Knights are there. Because uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I know football is creme of the creme, but in Vegas you need to win, and if you don't win, I'm sorry, and I don't see the the goal uh, the Raiders winning this year. I mean, it's the Chiefs to lose in this Denver. I think Denver will come in second. Uh, and I think the Chargers and Raiders were battle for the basement, but it, it's Kansas City. They're fully, unless for some odd reason uh, they get banged up on injuries, but it's their division to lose. Yeah, well, uh, okay. So you obviously would take the minus 350. And let everybody know what, yeah, well, let's just say, what is minus 350 to? Well, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't tell you to bet the minus 350 because that's ridiculous odds. Minus 350 in the Kansas City Chiefs means you have to put up $350 just to win $100. Right. So that's a horrible bet. Uh, I would make it. Granted, it could be 
Uh, people would look at it like, oh, it's easy money. But again, this is 2020. Patrick Mahomes could get hurt in week two, and that minus 350 looks really, really bad right now. So <laughs> yeah. it's a, it's not a good bet to, uh, to bet the minus 350. Now, if you look, at, if you think Denver's your team and maybe can pull a uh, pull a, a wool over people's heads, grab that 750. 800 for the Chargers sounds pretty low. Uh, it is. I mean, their defense is going to be probably what carries them. I just don't say. I just don't see how they're going to score points uh, at all. That offense. <laughs> no, I agree. Moving over to the AFC East division, we obviously the elephant in the room is there is no TV twelve anymore in New England, and they're not the favorite to win the division. You know what? They're not. If they didn't lose all those players because of COVID or didn't want to play, they would probably. They would, I think they might be up there with Buffalo. Maybe Buffalo be even money, and maybe New England plus one twenty-five, uh, something closer to that. But not only did they have TB twelve gone, but they lost a lot of people, especially on defense and that line, who don't want to play because of COVID. And, and I, I don't blame them. Uh, hats, uh, hats off for making that difficult decision. On that one, so they just didn't lose one leader. They lost a lot of leaders in that locker room. So again, I like Buffalo uh, in this division. I mean, the Jets are plus seven fifty. Miami's Miami. Uh, I think New England will be competitive. Uh, I do think they'll, they'll probably have a five hundred record. Would not be shocked if they go eight and eight or nine and seven. But I think Buffalo uh, has double digit wins this year. I will say, you know, I'm obviously. Buffalo is is the team to beat, in my opinion, in that division. However, I wouldn't sleep on Miami's defense this year. Miami's got a pretty decent defense backcourt um, that may stop some over the over the top scores. I, I agree, and what Miami did last year for pretty much everyone thought they were going to be tanking for Tua, and they just kept on competing and competing. That just tells me they have great man uh, uh, head coaches. And great leaders in that locker room because everyone thought they were going to tank for two, a tank for two, or, or just and they were competitive week after week after week. So that just tells me they have great leaders in that locker room and great coaches in that locker room. Yep, and then there's the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> you said that, not me. I did. I totally did. Now we're going to move to the AFC North. So the Madden curse may be an actual thing again this year with Lamar Jackson being a little banged up and he's on the cover of Madden this year. What say you? Uh, I'm, I'm taking the plus money on it. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers at plus 350. I think they uh, quietly again win double-digit wins. They All they do is win double-digit. If you look at their past records, 10, 11, 12, 10, 11, 12. Last year, 8 and 8 with the quarterback yeah. with the quarterback that I could probably outbeat out if I was there in Pittsburgh uh, competing with him. So uh, I like I don't Pittsburgh. know about in a boxing match. He's he's got to he learned how to duck and move and take a punch. So I can be, I'll, I'll give him at least a couple of rounds. But I mean, they got big income <laughs> and that defense is really, really. No one talks about Fitzpatrick going there. He was probably the best thing that happened to himself and to that defense in Pittsburgh. Uh, I, I don't like the Ravens this year. I think people are gonna study film on what Lamar did all last year. They're gonna be, prepare for what he did all last year, and he's already banged up a little bit during non-preseason practices and all that. Give me Pittsburgh to win that division plus 350. And they're my quiet team to win the AFC championship. 
Okay, there you have it. There you have it. Now we're not gonna go that far yet, but but I'm gonna reel you in just a little bit. What is going on in Cleveland? They're gonna be better than last year. Uh, that I will. Uh, that I will will say. Uh, are they gonna be better than Pittsburgh and Baltimore? That's gonna be questionable. But I mean, do you really need to be better than? I think you just need to be better than last year. I think you need to have no locker room headaches, no complaining, no. Um, no Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday news in the, in the NFL. You just have to have game news on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in the NFL. So I think they'll be competitive. Hopefully they'll uh, they'll have a, a little bit step words, and they're going to battle in that division. I would not be shocked that they're maybe flirting to maybe grabbing second place wild cards, wild cards because they have the talent. If you look on their roster sheet, they have tons of talent. Oh yeah. Now can they now can they gel and, and get that talent? I think they're maybe one year away, but I think they're going to be improved. I just like the Steelers' experience, and of course the Ravens' experience uh, a little bit better than, than them. But they're going to they're going to be competing. I, I, they're not going to be the Browns we saw last year. So they're not going to be the Bengals of this year. <laughs> no, no. I said that again too. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you on that one. Okay. All right. Let's move over to the real division or the real conference of the NFL, I should say, the NFC. And we'll start with the NFC East. Well, there may be some... uh, I'm looking at it, biasly and unbiasly. I'm easily taking the 140 with the Eagles. But I'm looking at the... (coughs) Homer! (coughs) Homer! Hell yeah! I'm looking at the minus 110 for the Cowboys, and I'm thinking, man, you guys are setting yourselves up to book your pockets for the next, uh, next vacation over there. On the on the bookie side, I like to put in Dallas uh, more than the Eagles, more than of course the Giants. So I mean that's why they're minus one ten. I mean because let's face it, on paper I think they have a better team than the Eagles on paper. But you don't play games on paper, and let's face it, the Eagles' health has always been their issue uh, since the Super Bowl. Their health has been. Uh, what's gotten, what's put them back to either second, third place in that division. So I understand why tickets keep on coming in on the Cowboys and not the Eagles. So that doesn't that doesn't shock me at all. And if it does shock people, then you really need to look at your, to the, what happened to the Eagles the last couple of years uh, when I Nick see it Fol- every year. Yeah, when Nick Foles has a ship and Carson doesn't. So, I mean, that's why. I mean, it's plus one hundred and forty. Great. Yeah. If you if you think I think it's a two uh, course two team. Uh, race Cowboys and Eagles. No disrespect to the Giants. They're going to be up there in the next couple of years if they keep on drafting well and those young guys keep on uh, improving. Washington's go always going to be Washington, so uh, <laughs> we'll throw that. But it's going to be the Cowboys and Eagles. I'm leaning towards the Cowboys small just because of the health of the Eagles until they can show me that they can stay healthy for not 10 games, not 12 games, but for the whole season. Uh, then I think they can easily jump ship over Dallas and make it to the playoffs. Well, that's what I'm banking on this year, sir. I promise that. Like every year. (laughs) NFC North, (laughs) the black and blue division. I'm looking at these odds. I'm seeing the normal two teams being up there, which is the Packers and the Vikings. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm kind of anxious to jump on the 450 with Detroit. Yeah, the Bears, I think, are going to be the worst team in that division just because I've already told you about the quarterback issues, and I think that defense does have holes. Everyone thinks, oh, uh, 
their defense is really good. Well, that defense gave up tons of points last year. It wasn't their quarterback play that made them lose games. I agree with you on the Detroit Lions. They're going to be prattling off for second or third in that. And I like the Packers just because everyone was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is out. Aaron Rodgers. Well, you know what? Aaron Rodgers still has to play this year. He may be out next year, but what I heard coming out of Lamboy Field, this love guy has not done well in practice at all. So it's not like he's ripping it up and Aaron has to be, oh, great, this guy's on my heels all, all season. Only time I think love gets to field if either Aaron Rodgers is awful, which he's never been awful, or he gets hurt. So I think if Aaron Rodgers goes, I'll take the plus 180 because Minnesota has had some bad injuries as well. I think Minnesota has a better defense. I think they have more offensive weapons. But if I have to go quarterback per quarterback, give me Aaron Rodgers. And he's single, so he doesn't have to worry about uh, girlfriend problems or fiance problems. He's single. Oh, give me Aaron Rodgers. I lost you there. No sound. I can't hear Can you hear me? I can't hear you. How about now? Can we hear me? There you go. There you go. Ah. Well, I lost this mic, so I'm using the mic off the uh, the camera. I'm not too sure what happened. It just clipped out like that. It's done it one other time. Go pick. That's what happens when you pick the Eagles to win a division. Ah. I still know where the mute button is, sir. <laughs> uh, let, let's go down to the south, the NFC South. This is going to be a definite um, barn burner division. I think this is where you could potentially see three teams coming out of the division in um, in the, into the playoffs. I agree. I mean, and I think Carolina is going to be competitive. So it's not like I'm throwing Carolina out the window. They're going to be very competitive, even though they lost a lot on defense. Uh, but, yeah, I think the Saints minus 105, I think it's a good bet because, let's face it, this team is gel. This team has been together forever. Tampa Bay, a brand-new team pretty much. Atlanta, who knows what Atlanta have. I think they have issues on the offense on the running side. Uh, uh, just because of Gurley and his problems, uh, I think that could uh, probably maybe cause some hiccups. And we know what they can do on the road. They can't stop anybody on the road. So I think that could be their their issue right there. I, I think it's going to be between the Saints and, and, and Tampa, but I'm sorry. Give me the Saints because let's face it, it, Drew Brees is his last year. He's already has a TV contract. Why does he need to play next year? And then everything that happened to him during COVID and all that, do you think he wants to come back? Uh, I would not be shocked if they make a, a long playoff run and he just drops the mic. Win or lose, I think he drops the mic. He already has one Super Bowl. It's hard to get two Super Bowls. Ask 
as Dan Marino. He has zero. So I would not be shocked if uh, this is his last hurrah. Uh, And I just like the team experience. I mean, the defense is is always going to give you good football week after week. Uh, and the team has been together forever. Uh, give me the minus 105 on the Saints. Do I think Tampa Bay can grab a wild card spot? Why not? I mean, they're going to have Tom Brady and, and his experience, and that, I think they grab a wild card. But for division only, give me the minus 105. I think they're the division winners. All right, moving to the NFC West. This could get really good with the additions that one of the bottom feeders once were bottom feeders have made over the offseason, and I'm talking about the Cardinals at plus 600. Yeah, they're going to be. There are a lot of teams who like. Or I'm sorry, a lot of betters like uh, Arizona. Total season wins, divisions. Not that much on the AFC or NFC Championship. Because let's face it, they're not going to make it to the NFC Championship. But total season wins and division. Hold a lot on, of money. Here, hold on. 2020. Uh, that's true. Very good point. 2020, I take that back. But uh, a lot of people like Arizona, to me, it seems like they're almost what Cleveland and Chicago were last year. Not, I mean, everyone was betting the house on Cleveland total season wins, Chicago Bears total season wins, Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. Look what happened to them. I'm scared that people are doing it small against Arizona like that. Uh, they're going to be fun to watch. I think their offense is going to be uh, putting up a lot of points. I like what's Seattle. Their, what's their wins? What's their wins uh, for the year? Regular to see. Regular. They are seven and a half. Mm. Well, you got to play six games against your division. And they could, I mean, they could definitely go three and three easily. But then they could make a couple you know, good moves to be four and two. So uh, they got a favorable. They have a favorable schedule, too. Yeah, I mean, and the juice is minus 130, so the betters are telling you that they like the over uh, on that as well. But I like Seattle. Give me the plus two. Uh, I'm not sold on San Francisco. Uh, They lost a lot of uh, talent on offense, uh, so I think that could hurt them. I mean, I think their defense is going to be really good again. But, again, uh, I think the NFL is almost switching like we see in the NBA where offense, offense, offense. Look at Dallas. They're already telling you that, hey, our defense may have holes, but we have tons of offense. We're going to try to outscore you uh, like Kansas City did when they won the Super Bowl. So uh, I think that's why a lot of people are putting money on Arizona and Seattle. I don't think San Francisco is, is going to be that type of team this year. So I would not be shocked if the, uh, the Seahawks uh, grab the division. But, don't again, don't sleep on Arizona. I totally agree with you on San Fran. I think that they are going to be a potential landslide team the opposite way from last year to this year. So let's move on to the conference championships. Who is Mr. Esparza picking? It's it's a close one. Uh, this, I mean, again, you have to look at, okay, we're in 2020, so make sure <laughs> if you look at that when you're looking at uh, conference championships. Uh, what do you want me? I'll do AFC first. Okay. Uh, because uh, just because of the alphabet, not because of uh, I like the AFC better than the NFC. I know everyone thinking it's going to be KC or, or Baltimore, and I think it is going to come out of those two. I would not be shocked if it's Kansas City again, and this is all because if they stay healthy, uh, if they stay healthy, they got the better team all the, all, all around. So I'm going to take Kansas City, but don't sleep, my dark horse. Pittsburgh Steelers at 12 to 1. They're going to be my dark horse uh, to win the AFC Championship. Would we'll love to see 
uh, a big band maybe go up against uh, a Drew Brees and the winner and the winner drops the mic and walks away. That'd be kind of a cool Super Bowl. Pittsburgh and New Orleans and all that, or even Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay. Yeah, that'd be kind of a, a, a nice Super Bowl as well. But I think it's going to be Kansas City. But I'll tell you right now, I have a ticket on the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, and I don't care what the boss is. Not on not on my sites. But uh, I have a ticket. <laughs> I have a ticket. Uh, I'm not allowed to bet at my bookie, but I have a ticket uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers to win a division and to win an AFC championship. Because again, all they do is win double digits year after year. And last year, when they had uh, uh, Joe, the taxi cab driver from TJ uh, at quarterback, and he wins eight, and they win eight games. Uh, I'll give me give me the Steelers at twelve to one. Oh, excuse me. Uh, NFC. Yes, because I can't give my picks for the AFC because actually tomorrow on Taco Tuesday, Damon and myself are going to be breaking down the AFC. Last week we did the NFC, so I can join you in the NFC. Uh, NFC, uh, it's it's a toss-up. I'm going to say it's coming out of the NFC South. I think whoever wins the NFC South could represent them in the Super Bowl. Or I think it's going to be the Seattle Seahawks at plus 750. Uh, I, I think that, that that team likes to gel with each other. I think that the head coaching, they like to play all around. But I still think whoever wins the NFC South is going to represent them in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to take the Saints at plus 550. Uh, I think uh, they're going to be my NFC champs. And don't say there's NFC is so wide open. Uh, I don't want to think, oh, this guy's got betting the Saints and all that. He, it's, it's his lock. No, this, it's wide open. I mean, at all the top, I think, six teams, and I'll even throw in the NFC North, Packers and Vikings, would not shock me if they make it. I mean, I don't like the 49ers at 4-1, to so I'm going to throw them out. I don't think they make it. But the Saints, Tampa Bay, Dallas, Philly, Seattle, Green Bay, Minnesota, all of them, if I'm watching them on Super Bowl Sunday, would not shock me at all. Well, I actually picked – New Orleans to beat Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game, and New Orleans goes on to represent the, the conference in the Super Bowl. So tomorrow night, like I said, I'll be given the opposite side, so we'll be talking about the AFC, and you'll see who I put up against New Orleans. Um, Super Bowl pick. Super Bowl 55. We're talking 2020. But the Super Bowl will be in 2021, Raphael. Does that make you – any different on a pick? No, no. I mean, hopefully, we 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 see a Super Bowl kickoff. So that's probably the that'd be my biggest thing. But uh, I think we'll see it. It's going to be interesting, and I would love to see we're going to see a repeat of a, of a Super Bowl winner. I don't think that's going to happen. Even though, even though Drew Brees got a lot of slack over over March, April, whatever it was, and all that, I would like to see him win another ring. I, I would really like to see him uh, pick up a uh, pick up a ring, drop the mic, walk out, and say, "You know what? I'm done. Uh, thank you, uh, the city of New Orleans." Uh, Ten to one. I think it's a fantastic ticket. You know, I uh, you know I have a Steelers ticket at twenty two to one. Uh, that one shocked me. I think we're going to see a double digit Super Bowl winner when it comes to odd wise. I don't think it's going to be Chiefs, Ravens, or Forty uh, ers I think we're going to see a double digit Super Bowl winner. Uh, this year, but uh, those are my two that I'll be rooting for: uh, Saints and, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, as well. All right, there you have it, folks. Rafael Esparza giving you the lowdown, and he's ready to bet his ass 
So why don't you bet your ass with us on Monday night, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, right here on BW Sports 1, Black and White Sports. Raphael, it's been fun for the first night. Let's get everybody to know where they can find you, your picks, your odds making, your everything. Well, you can find me on social media at uh, on Twitter at VSI Doc Sports. You can find me on Instagram, Rafael Esparza. You can find me at DocSports.com. You can read all my crazy articles, see all my uh, sports packages that I have over there. And then you can jump over to MyBookie.ag and see all the crazy prop bets that I do. If you click on with the left-hand side and click on their props or entertainment or political or, 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 or current events or current affairs and all that. If you see any kind of crazy betting odds, 99% of the time they came from me. So uh, it, it's a fun time to uh, to jump on board over at myboogie.ag because, like I said, it's football's here. I mean, uh, hopefully it, 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 it cures a lot of people's maybe depression during all this and stuff like that, but football's here. So I'm, I'm glad that Sunday's – uh, and maybe Saturdays, if college football can't get all their act together, we might see NFL switching some games into Saturdays. So uh, football is here. You know, a couple of weeks, what, less than, what, 10 days before the first Thursday night football uh, kicks off. So uh, I'm glad I'm going to be on the show to help people uh, and do all that. You can sign over at MyBookie. Uh, use your promo code. What's your promo code? It is. I made I love it. You was, I was getting right to it, but I didn't have to. BW Sports one Promo code for a 100% deposit match and a free $10 future bet. Yeah, so jump over to right, right now. Use that promo code and all that. And like I said, if you have any questions on sports gambling, sports, please find me on social media, on Twitter, at VSI Doc Sports, on Instagram, uh, Rafael Esparza. If you have any prop ideas, to tweet me back, and I'll put them out for you guys, and I'll give you the credit. I've done it multiple, multiple times. People ask me for prop ideas, and I put them out, and I give them the credit, and uh, they get some limelight. So feel free to chime on in if you have any prop ideas. Oh, and you've told us a few of those props that you've done before, and they are fantastically crazy. I don't know <laughs> if that's a real word, but I I put it into what we call the one shenary. So – Raphael, it's been fun. First night, Bet Your Ass has been kicked off and it's premiered. Now we got to get ready for another episode coming up soon, right? Yeah, coming up soon. Can't wait. I like it. I like it. Raphael, it's been fun. Appreciate the time. We will see you again tomorrow, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We do it all now. We do it all. We're almost all week. All week almost. <laughs> Take it easy. Have a fantastic rest of the week. Stay safe. And uh, like I said, if you're looking to bet your ass, come find us. That's right. Bet your ass with Raphael Sparza. That is us. We are out. Peace. Peace.